It's one of the craziest times of year. That's right, March Madness. But why should the sports world have all the fun? In today's episode of the podcast, I will show you how to make a March Madness choir bracket for your singers. And I will tell you how you can get a copy of the bracket that I created that you can then take it and use with your own choirs. Let's get into it. Here we go. And welcome, my friends, to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. My name is Matt Walker. I'm your host. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining me for today's episode. Well, I don't know about you, but it has been a busy couple of weeks. We had the end of our second trimester, so we had all sorts of grades and things to take care of. We then we were lucky we had a spring break, and so it was a lot of family time at my house that week. And then I also got my second COVID shot uh, just in the past couple weeks. And so uh, luckily everything went well, very few side effects. And so I am very happy to say now that I have been fully vaccinated and I think we can all really see things starting to look up. Yeah, whether it's people getting their vaccine and uh, students, at least in my area, coming back into the building and everyone has been able to stay safe and we're hopefully on an upward trajectory of getting things back to normal. Well, and it seems like there's always a lot of things going on in March, including the NCAA basketball tournaments, also known as March Madness. Now, a few years ago, I had a bunch of sports fans in my tenor bass choir. So to get into the spirit, I created a bracket of tenor bass choir video performances. And so we watched the videos as a group in class, and then I let the singers vote on which performance they liked better in each quote-unquote matchup. Well, the magic of this activity came in the class discussions. Singers could voice their opinions about which performance they liked better, and they even tried to convince each other to vote for their favorite. As the singers were discussing the performances, I encouraged them to be as specific and as descriptive as possible. For instance, I would ask singers to elaborate further if they said something was quote-unquote good. So for example, student would say, well, I thought the second performance is really good. My response would be, well, to your ear, what was good about it? And then the student would then go on to say, well, I, I really like their sound. It was really nice to listen to. I want to let him go there. I would say, oh, awesome. Can you describe to me what made their sound enjoyable to listen to? And the student that would then reply a little bit more descriptive. Oh, it sounded really relaxed, like you never noticed any tension. And their tone sounded very warm and very open. And to me, that is sort of the end goal, getting these singers to really think about, to analyze, to evaluate what it is that makes good choir performances and to get them to discuss that, whether they're discussing it verbally or whether they are writing it in a short paragraph. And if you can get them to do that, then you've really struck gold. But sometimes it takes a little prodding and a little pushing to get them to that point. 
Well, the activity went over really well to the point where my singers would ask, when were we going to do it again? I've continued to do this activity each year, expanding it a little bit more. And this year, instead of having the class vote on their favorites, I'm having each singer fill out their own bracket. But we are still discussing each piece together as a group. And as I mentioned before, that's where the real magic happens. And also, that's also where you can cover multiple national music standards. At the end of the project, I'm going to have the singers write a short reflection about why they chose the pieces that they did for their quote-unquote their final four, as well as their eventual champion. Now, for this bracket, I chose 32 of my favorite SATB choir performances. I didn't do seeds like they do in the basketball tournaments just because I didn't want to give the singers the idea that certain pieces were better than others. They get to pick the winners based on their own preferences, and I didn't want them to be influenced in any way by my own opinions. Therefore, the performances are placed at random on the bracket. I did try to mix them up a little bit. For instance, no composer appears twice in the same division. And many times I paired pieces against each other that are of similar tempo, which keeps singers from using the reasoning of fast and upbeat versus slow and legato to make their choice. I've had singers before that always lean towards the faster and upbeat or the slow and uh, the more legato and flowing. And so in order to counter that, I've often put two of those similar pieces against each other. So they have to use some other criteria when they are evaluating. While we are listening to all of the pieces together in class, you could certainly do this as a project outside of rehearsal if you wanted to. I created my bracket in Google Sheets and I inserted the YouTube link for each video performance into the appropriate fields in the bracket. So students simply click on the song title to be taken to that YouTube video. I also ran each YouTube link through a website called View Pure, which will eliminate ads, distracting comments, and sidebar-related videos on most of the videos. If you are sharing your bracket sheet with your singers as an assignment, you will also want to make sure that your document is in view-only mode so that singers then have to make a copy of the bracket in order to fill it out with their quote-unquote winners. Now, if you wanted your singers to get more experience commenting and discussing performances, you could view a smaller amount of performances, but then have singers write a short paragraph on each one. For me, I chose more of a balance of the watching and listening, the discussing, and then the writing with the written reflection on their final four choices at the end of the project. So how do you use Google Sheets to make your own March Madness choir bracket? Well, it might just be easiest to show you mine. If you head over to this link, it's choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash bracket. You can get your own free copy of my March Madness choir bracket. You'll also get a link to the assignment instructions document that I am using with my students. And that's just a link to a Google Doc.
For both the bracket and the instructions, these documents will be in view only mode. So when you first open the documents, the first thing you want to do is make a copy. Then with your own copy of the documents, you can tweak them so that they fit your needs. Maybe you only want eight choir performances instead of 32. Maybe 32 is way too many in your bracket. Well, this will allow you to delete whatever sections of the bracket you don't need. Maybe there are a couple of performances that you really want your singers to listen to, but they aren't in the bracket that I created. Well, making a copy will allow you to make changes and insert any pieces into the bracket that you want. And this will allow you to tweak the instructions for your singers so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Sound good? Well, I hope that you and your singers enjoy this project and are able to get into the excitement of March Madness. Again, the link to those documents, choirdirectorcorner.com forward slash bracket, B-R-A-C-K-E-T. And you can get a free copy of not only the bracket, but the instructions document that I'm using with my singers. And that's it, my friends. It's time to get started with your own March Madness Choir Bracket. If you have questions about this project and how I'm using it in my rehearsals, send me an email at matt at choirdirectorcorner.com. Again, that's matt, M-A-T-T, at choirdirectorcorner.com. I'd love to hear from you and talk about how you can incorporate this fun project in your teaching. Well, my friends, that's it for today's episode. Stay safe out there, and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Choir Director Corner Podcast. Don't forget to check us out over on Facebook at www.choirdirectorcornergroup.com. Choir Director Corner Group.com.